This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. 13 Millennium Stadium full of people. That's what we're talking about. And, you know, when we had the, um, the uh, ash cloud stuff going on, when, uh, if you remember some years ago, where there was a danger of planes falling out of skies, we grounded planes in Western society, didn't we, so that people wouldn't be killed. And yet, if there was a million planes or a million people being killed falling out of the skies every single day, our world would respond to it in a far quicker way than we are to some of the statistics we had um, this morning. So I just want to share with you from God's Word, if I can, just for 15 minutes this morning. And I want to share God's Word with you in three ways. I want to talk about the person of Jesus, because isn't he amazing? And I want to talk about you, and I want to talk about me, and then we're going to finish off talking about others. I don't know about you, but I hate a misquoted quote. Do you? Oh, and one of my... Pet misquoted quotes. Any of you hear this one? Practice makes perfect. It's the most misquoted quote because the quote doesn't say that. You see, if you're practicing something and it's wrong, be it your golf swing, you can practice as much as you like. Practice does not make perfect. In fact, the quote is, perfect practice makes perfect Google it when you get home. So I found myself on a a train the other week going up to Manchester with Barry. And when I went up on the train with Barry, we're talking on the train. And do you know what he started doing? He started misquoting piles of stuff all the way up and all the way back. He used a quote like, what's the quote? Help me. Leaving the cat out of the... Yes. Not in Barry's world. Leave the cat out of the box. That's what he said. He said, I'm just leaving the cat out of the box. And I said, it's not the box. It's the bag. Is it? Is it? Bless, he's from Clearly. On the way back on the train. On the way back on the train, guess what he says? He says, if the boot fits, Phil. I said, if the boot fits? What do you mean, if the boot fits? Because it's not if the boot fits. What is it? Or if the cap fits, isn't it? If the boot fits, and he found it necessary to get me a quote out of Toy Story and said, there it is, out of what is it, Barry? If the boot fits. And that's where it came from. So maybe I should hang around with Barry, but there's another quote that I want to share with you this morning, which is the title of my message to you, which is simply this, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. And the scripture I felt led to share with you this morning is an unusual scripture that can be found in Matthew chapter 26, verse 6. If you've got your Bible with you, turn with it, and uh, you can read it, or it's on screen right now, it'll pop up. Matthew 26, verse 6. An unusual scripture that I want to share with you this morning, if I may, which just simply says this. While Jesus was in Bethany... In the home of Simon the leper. Will you pray with me? Father God, we come to your house this morning and thank you for the privilege that's ours to be able to come here, to be healthy enough to be able to walk here, 
to have had breakfast this morning. Lord, to have had a good night's sleep, free from tyranny and free from uh, the fear that someone would break into our homes and hurt us while we lie in our beds, oh God. Lord, we've so much to be thankful and grateful for. And this day on Compassion Sunday, we are well aware that our brothers and sisters across the world don't live in the same circumstances that we are. So, Lord, I pray that the compassion of God's heart, Lord, that you might prod and poke and challenge us this morning, Lord, that we would love our neighbor and love our enemy as we would love ourselves as the word commands. So, Lord, just speak to our hearts today. Lord, open our minds to be able to understand your word, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Unusual passage of scripture, isn't it? A passage that's got several little messages in it just by itself. But the bit that I want to focus on here is that word at the end. It's terrible to be called names, isn't it? And we find that in scripture, don't we? That Thomas has become doubting Thomas, hasn't he? Because of the way he behaved. But there's possibly nothing worse than this. That Simon gets labelled because of a treatable disease. In fact, in Christ's time, 2,000 years ago, we know there was lots of illnesses that were around that, were tr that, that they didn't have any understanding or concept of. And so we know that over the last thousands of, thousands of years, because we thought it was an airborne disease, people would be put off to live in leper colonies. But today, uh, leprosy is a very treatable disease like many other diseases. Diseases like TB that I've suffered with and that I have been treated and healed from, uh, from medicine. Diseases like malaria that are treatable today. So many diseases all around us in our world today that could be wiped out if we would just help. And the way that we help is by getting involved. And I love that Jesus got involved. I love that when a woman was about to be stoned because of her life of prostitution, that Jesus stepped in to rescue her and says, I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. That he stepped into situations that even people like the tax collectors and, and loads of people that Jesus would be guilty of mixing with, he had no problem in going and mixing with people that people would probably turn their backs uh, against in society. And here we find a living verse again of here is Jesus in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper. Amazing truth, isn't it? that he was prepared to walk in and spend time with him. This story is only mentioned in Mark's gospel and in Matthew's gospel. And Mark's gospel goes even further. He says, reclining at the home of Simon the leper. Lovely phrase, isn't it? Reclining, spending time that somebody might castigate. But Jesus loved them. Such compassion. And Jesus' compassion is for those that are least fortunate in the world today. The children, the disabled, the elderly, the vulnerable, the mentally ill. Jesus' heart breaks for those. We sing words in a song sometimes, don't we? Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours. 
my prayer this morning is through some of the videos that we've seen this morning and as we focus on the work of compassion that we've decided as a church to partner with in order to make a difference in the world far from us that we could love lepers like Jesus did because Jesus is compassionate isn't he the other verse that I want to look at this morning is the verse that can be found in the chapter before and it's in Matthew 25 verse 40 and in Matthew 25 verse 40 it says this truly I tell you whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me and Jesus is talking about bringing a cup of water or helping somebody who is in need and what I want to close with a challenge with you is this is when things become out of sight they do become out of mind don't they I don't know about you sometimes the videos and, and we're watching TV or something and there might be some kind of thing that will come up on TV maybe for uh, some people that are suffering in a far-off world for us to help sometimes we even cast our eyes away from it sometimes and we could say "Ooh, I don't want to watch that and even as we watch these videos today we can look at it sometimes we can say I don't want to look at that because it's unsightly and there's something about the illness of leprosy that's worse than any other illness in that it shows on the outside. You can't be without, with a leper without looking past the leprosy. And that's what Jesus demonstrates to us in the verse that we looked at, at, at earlier, is his compassion sees past the sickness and the illness and the situation. And in the same way, we need to try to look beyond the situation of the illnesses and make a difference for this one. As Ruth has challenged us this morning, whether it's a penny, a pound, or a person, can we just make a difference today because what we did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me they're our brothers and sisters they've got red blood like us they've got hopes and dreams and aspirations just like us Every refugee that's made their way from Syria trying to get out of the war-torn situation that they find themselves in, they're just like us. They've got kids and families. They want the best for them. They want health. They want an education. They want a future. They want to be the same. They're just like us. So surely they are our brothers and sisters. I always finish by saying this on the message that I preach on Compassion Sunday, and I say this again. I always finish with a please and a thank you. So let me start with a thank you. If you are one that gives a penny, and if you give a pound, or even if you sponsor a person, can I just say on behalf of my brothers and sisters and your brothers and sisters, can I say thank you for making a difference to them? Because we are making a difference one soul, one person at a time. It's not too great. I really believe we can make poverty history. I really believe we can do it if we all work together. But at the same time, I can't let this moment go past us in the same breath as I say thank you. Can I say, please, is there something... I said to Ruth when uh, she had picked up Sarah today and Sarah had seen Sarah and saw the picture and Sarah came up bouncing in the front and said, can we sponsor Sarah, you know, and all through the service this morning, 
I've been thinking to myself, are we sponsored enough at the moment? Can we do one more? And I turn to my family today and I say, we're going to sacrifice something else today. We are going to sponsor Sarah as a family. So we will take Sarah, the Morgan family, and we will find a way, we will find something that we will give up this year so we can make a difference to little Sarah in Peru. Please, I am begging. Not groveling. I'm begging. And I'm saying, if you can do it for the least of these, brothers and sisters, it's as if we do it for the Lord himself. That's the reality of our scripture. If we say that we love Jesus, then let's demonstrate that we love Jesus with all our hearts, shall we? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the model of generosity and compassion that you show us. Lord, you showed us generosity by giving your one and only begotten Son to die for us. Your most precious possession you gave so that we can be set free, and we thank you. But Lord, we thank you for the compassion that you modeled too, that we see how you went around doing good, that you made a difference for others. And as we sit in the comfort of our own homes, Lord, so often, Lord, will you by your Holy Spirit prompt us and prod us to make a difference today in the life of someone else. I ask for in Jesus' name, for your praise and your glory, I ask. Amen. Amen. This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 596000.